Do you know what your mission is? My next guest does. Barbara Ellison is on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception and believes that part of happiness is being able to increase impact, influence, and income. Barbara works with heart-centered entrepreneurs to transform the personality of their messaging to attract their ideal audience. Join me today as I interview Barbara Ellison. Welcome back to the Pursuing Profit with Principles podcast. So glad you've joined us today. And I'm especially excited to have today's guest, Barbara Ellison. Barb and I have known each other for a little while. We've been working together, doing some collaborating. And and, uh, Barb is, I'm just going to share with you her her tagline, if you will. And then we're going to let Barb tell you all about what that means. So her person... uh, Her tagline is, your personality pro because personality drives reality. I love that, Barb. Welcome to the show, Barb. So happy to have you here. And thank you so much, Regina, for having me. I mean, we've talked about things like this, and this is just such fun. I am so grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. And we always have fun when we get together. And we're going to do that here on the podcast today. And we invite (laughs) all of you to have fun with us because life short not to have fun. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> it is. So Barb, talk to us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your journey, you know, what it is that you do and the journey that brought you here. Okay. You know, thanks for asking. And the funny thing is it actually started with a little bit of a tragedy because I lost my husband. Didn't expect to be a widow so young. And so, but then when I woke up from that widow's fog of, gee, you know, I remember going to work. I remember doing things, but I don't really remember the first two years after he passed away. Um, But then it was like, okay, Barbara, David died. You didn't. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? And my dad Mm -hmm. lived to be 102, So there was, you know, my mom was 94 when she passed away. So here was me at 60. Okay, looking at 30 years going forward, going, okay, so what am I going to do? And you know what? The thing is, Regina, right at that moment, I had no idea. Yeah, I I understand. no idea. (laughs) What am I going to do? Well, then, so it was like, okay, I started searching. And I was introduced to a coaching program called The Ultimate Game of Life. And so I did that. Well, then my coach from that said, gee, you know what? I happen to, I'm from Montreal. So uh, I happened to mention to my coach that I was going to Montreal. And he said, you know what? Our company is having an event in Montreal. Why don't you go to it? And I went, okay, uh, fine. And thinking in my mind, and how often have we done this? Okay, I'm going to go stay the first session, fulfill my duty to my coach, and then I'm going to (laughs) leave. Well, because it was going to be a three-day event. Well, I was glued to my seat, loved what they were talking about. Then the next day, they were talking about personal development. And I went, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to be a person that I want to be a personal development trainer. I want to help people to get out of where I was. I am myself. And let's, and I want to learn how to do that. 
Well, then from there, I was introduced to personality science. Oh, it was like a light bulb went on. Because you know what? And my favorite saying is that we cannot do life on our own. You have to get along with the people around you. So true. <laughs> and that's so not true. always easy. <laughs> that's not always easy. The family knows that, right? <laughs> not always easy. And so it was like, okay, so, but I have to admit, I didn't know quite how to integrate it into what I wanted to do. And then one day, but you know what? God has a plan for your life. And one night I was visiting my girlfriend and it was like three o'clock in the morning and it was like a light bulb went on. Wow. Because my thing is I'm on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception. Well, what's one of the biggest components of happiness is getting along with the people around you. Yeah. And, and, and plus, and then on the other side of that is being able to increase your sales because you're understanding the personality of the the personalities of the people that you're trying to enroll in your business or service or whatever that is. And now it has, and that, so this past year, it was like, it's all fallen into place. And I am your personality pro because personality drives reality in everything. In everything. So true. In everything. Yeah. And now it is just so much fun to be able to see that when the, when the, when you see the light bulb go on, when people say, oh, that's why you do that. Or that's why I do that. <laughs> yeah. I have learned so much about myself. And you know what? Don't you find, Regina, that lots of times people are so down on themselves because they think there's something wrong with them. Right. And that's one of the things that I have really discovered for myself and for my clients that, you know what? Oh, oh, that's why I do that. And that's okay. If, and if it's something that they want to work on changing, great. If it's something, but, but if it's something that, okay, yeah, that's just the way I am and they can accept it, they quit beating themselves up about it. You know, I think there's two sides to that coin, Barb. There's, there's what you just said about we think there's something wrong with us, yeah. but there's also the aspect of, uh, you know, there's the other side of that coin is people thinking my way is the right way. <laughs> exactly. I'm the norm. You're the oddball. You're the oddball. <laughs> and how often does that happen in families? Oh, I yeah. came from one of those. Ah, I realize now that I am the only one of my, what I call personality code. My family was all the same. I was the different one. You were the different one. And that happens in businesses and in and families that, and relationships and friendships and, you know, every uh, across the right. board. And, and teamwork. When, oh, yeah. Teamwork is huge. And haven't you discovered that when you understand those personality types or codes, when you mm -hmm. understand the differences and you know who that person is that you're talking to from a personality perspective, mm -hmm. changes everything. Right. And now that neither of you are the oddball, right. there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with them. You're just right. different you're just in the way different. you approach things and different is good. <laughs> can when you, you imagine if, it. right, when you understand, can you imagine if we were all the same? Oh, can you imagine? 
And and one of the things that I love is the story of Steve Jobs. I mean, he was brilliant. Yes. But he was fired from his own company. Yes. Because he couldn't he could get along with anybody. Fit in. Can you imagine if we were, he didn't fit in because he was the visionary, but he had no idea how to get the people to do what he wanted them to do nicely. Yeah. And, and, and people are very open about the fact that he was hard to work with. Right. But he was a brilliant man. And brilliant. that's exactly yeah. what happens in families and in teams and in companies and in business. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell it's, you uh, a quick story. I remember when we, my first husband and I, because I, like Barb, was widowed. Uh, I'm now happily yeah. remarried. But my first husband, um, we had a great relationship a great marriage but there were just these moments that were out of sync you know and when we first discovered personality profiling and we both took the profiles and and I looked at that and I went oh (laughs) that's why he reacts that way when I do this thing exactly (laughs) and it just made so much sense and it took the stress Mm -hmm. out it, it no longer, you know, I'm a pretty emotional person. And right. so when he would react a certain way to something I would say or do, it would just kind of crush me, you know, and I right. would get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And once I understood it, then I was able to take that emotion out and just say, oh, okay. I, you know, we just had a little clash of how we deal with things okay. there. And, and it allowed me to come to the situation with one more compassion and understanding and two, a willingness on my part to function in a way that served him as well. Right. And while we're on, let's do some funny stories then. Okay. Then I'll All tell right. you tell one, me a funny one, story. Of my little, one of my little funny stories <laughs> of personality, you know, my late husband, we were the one we were, it was a second marriage and we were planning our first trip together. And I came home one day and we had talked about just general things of what we were going to do. We were going to fly from Chicago to LA and then drive across the desert to Las Vegas. That's what, that was the basic trip. Anyways, I came home one day and he was sitting on our living room floor, surrounded by maps and atlases. And I said, honey, what are you doing? He said, I'm planning our trip. I'm like, what trip? Thinking he's going to take me somewhere this weekend. Right. He said, what do you mean, what trip? You know, the trip that we're going to go on, that we're going to fly out of Chicago, we're going to go to L.A., we're going to drive across the desert, we're going to get there at night so I can see the lights of Las Vegas in the valley. That was a clue to his personality, which I didn't know. (laughs) And I said, well, honey, you'll note the little honey. Honey. Well, honey, (laughs) I understand that trip, but that trip we are going on in November. This is August. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) And you're, you're laughing because you know what? That happens. Oh, well, he looked up. He looked up at me in shock. Absolute Kodak moment. Shock. He said, well, when are you going to figure out how we're going to drive from L.A. to Las Vegas? I said, David, when I get in the rental car in L.A. Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And people laugh when I tell that story because it just absolutely represents so often the different personality styles. Yeah. Yeah. So there was 
David, he was the planner. There was me on a little bit more of the spontaneous side. And he was in shock. And I was like, seriously, David, what are you doing? Because I didn't understand it. So do you think that situation played out in other parts oh, of our marriage? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'm stories and stories are rolling stories through my head. Roll through your, exactly. And yeah. that's exactly what happens to teams. Yeah. To business relationships, to parent child relationships, yep. to husband wife relationships. Everything is because those things happen. Yep. And if you, and, and I, I mean, I have to admit, I came to appreciate his planning part and he came to appreciate my more spontaneous side, but boy, there were times where we absolutely, (laughs) totally butted heads. Yeah. You Same see, as you and yours. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, you can see the book in the background, Bulletproof Your Marriage. And and one of the yeah. things that I recommend in there is getting your personality profiles done so that you can come to understand one another right. better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because right. it's it's so critical. And and you know, a lot of my stories around that revolve traveling as well. Yeah. And you know, like we took our daughter off to college from Texas to um Idaho. And we're driving uh, from Texas. And about the time we hit Denver, my husband says, by the way, where are we spending the night tonight? And I went, I don't know. (laughs) David and I did that one time, too. We couldn't find anywhere for like 700 miles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have slept in the front seat of a uh, in, in the only seat. Of a Porsche 914, the two little seats oh, in a Porsche 914. We've what? slept in that for a few yeah. hours and then got back on the road and stopped at the first hotel we found. Oh, we could find. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. So, 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 yes, going back to personality drives reality. I mean, those are great examples of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, you know exactly it and the thing is though that's also happens in the in like a say like say you have a business and you want to enroll somebody in your network marketing company or your coaching program or your service or whatever and if you don't and one of the things that I have really realized is that companies spend billions 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 of the b billions of dollars teaching their sales force to how to sell They teach them tactics and they teach them techniques and they teach them all say this here and say that there. They teach them all of that things rather than turning it around and saying, well, gee, how can I understand what is going to make somebody buy from me? Mm -hmm. And that is what I love about Codebreaker Technologies. That's exactly what they've done. Finding out what is, what is, does the, what does the client want? Like what? So it's like filling that gap between the customer's personality style of how they want to be treated and the enroll and the enrollment approach of the professional. Like one of my things I I remember saying in one of the articles that I wrote about it on LinkedIn, uh, it wouldn't it be nice if we had a little sign across our head that said, this is how I want to be talked to. This is what I want to me know. And this is what I want you to know about me. Right. And wouldn't you know, that make, wouldn't that oh, make life easier? So much easier. And one of the things that brings to mind is, you know, years ago, we learned the difference between the golden rule and the platinum rule. 
And the golden rule is treat others as you want to be treated. But the platinum rule is treat others as they want to be treated. treated. And And your your coding steps up that game. Steps it up. Exactly. And that's one of the things that just like we have to, we all have to step up because it's not, because it is not about us. The days of just, Hey, you know, it's all about me and let's just go do this and go do this and go do this. Well, customers are leaving out the back door of your business. Yeah. Exactly. Because they don't feel they don't feel appreciated and they don't feel that they're being taken care of. Right. And that's where customer service comes in. Yeah. And but you have but you have to start with attracting them in the first place. Exactly. And and that requires oftentimes a resonating of right. personality, a resonating mm-hmm. of my voice. And I don't mean the sound of my voice, but the it's- the um how do I want to say that? My style resonating with style, you. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and my right. passion. And that's why, we, you know, one of the reasons we talk about your passion in this interview is that mm-hmm. your passion, what you're passionate about, if you put that in your business, you will attract right. people who are, who resonate with that right. passion. They're also right. passionate about it and they want to do business with you. And it makes right bringing clients in and being able to serve people at a higher level so much easier. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, like one of the things that I have really realized I'm reading a book right now and I'm going to give him a little bit of a plug from Steve Farber. Okay. And his, his book is called uh, love is damn good business. Mm-hmm. Love what you do in the service of people who love what you do. I love and it. that. <laughs> Has now I in fact I've in fact I've sent him a little note. Thank you very much, Steve. But I'm stealing your mantra. Uh, I'm just going to use it because that's yeah. exactly how I want to. It encapsulates how I want to live my life. Will you say it I one want more to, time? To love what you do mm-hmm. in the service of people who love what you do. What a great circle, huh? What a great circle, because when you love what you do and you are passionate about what you what you do, like I'm passionate about helping people to be happy right Right now, the happiness level is going down the tubes in a handbasket and the suicide rate is going up. We have got to we have got to change that. Yeah. Well, part of that is getting along with the people around you and getting along and loving yourself. When yes. you so so when you learn about your own personality and can accept the things that you do, let me yeah, let me get off my horse here. But you know that's what I'm passionate about because yeah. that is so true. Like one of the things for me, and I'm going to share this with you. I have realized that part of my personality is that I love to be part of a team. Right. I don't like to do things on my own. I can do things on my own. Right. And I will do things on my own, but I prefer to do them as part of a team because to me, community is part of, makes me happy. Right. Like, like, like one of the things, like, let's talk about today. I love the fact that you and I are doing an interview. Right. As opposed to me just doing a show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This this is give and take. This is what feeds my soul to be able to get the message out there that people, number one, can be happy. They can right. learn to get along with the people around them yep. and they can learn to love themselves. 
Right. That's awesome, Barb. That's awesome. And that's what it, that's what drives me. That's you know what. So when I get up in the morning, it's like, gee, who can I talk to today that can that I can share it with? Whether it's like you and I met met on LinkedIn. Yes. Yes. And you invited me to a training, and I went I to that training. To- and then yeah. and and our world's just connected and we, and we have been connected ever since and it's and, and it's been great. So yeah, exactly. Something you said there, um, I want to come back to. And you said you get up every morning and thinking, who can I share this with? Right. Who is your ideal client? Who is it that you really want to serve? Right now, I want to serve actually it's changed a little bit. Okay. Because and I have I have and that's part of the journey. I have been talking to like coaches and entrepreneurs, you know, small business owners. That's right. been kind of thing. But right now, I have been for years in network marketing. And I totally understand the concept. It is a fat, phenomenal way to earn extra on, you know, an extra income. It's an extra income source. But now, because we have come out with the the now as I'm learning more about personality science and why people buy, right? now (laughs) I'm really, it's like, oh, right. I can really help network marketers because you know what? Right now they say like every 11 seconds, somebody starts a network marketing business. Wow. Wow. And right now it's probably, you know, right now it's probably even more. Yeah, and and more than it's ever been because everyone is looking yeah. for something to replace There's to replace. that income they've lost. Yeah, right. You know, because I think everything now is going to be like all businesses are going to be looked at that they were before 2020, mm-hmm. and then after 2020. Yeah, 2020 is just kind of a hole. 2020 <laughs> is going is like was the black whatever you want to you know for yeah. some people and yet other people thrived from it yeah. like with us codebreaker technologies we are a t- we are a technology training company we're thriving because exactly. more and more people have come to oh yeah technology artificial intelligence we can do this yeah and so now that's where it's coming and now i am more excited now than i was a year ago i so think- just I think personally that technology took about a 10-year leap at least in 2020. Yeah. It, there are things that happened technology-wise that would not have happened had our lives not have been turned on end. Um, right. You know, So as many bad things happened last year, right. there were a lot of good things that came out of it as right. well. And I'm really excited about a lot, a few of the technologies. Yours is one. There's right. another one that I'll be talking about later. Not ready to... Yeah take the cat out of that bag yet, but it's, it's just as exciting as your AI technology for, for bank code. And uh, yeah, it's exciting times. Right. And one of the things that I have to share with you and people lots of times say to me, well, personality science, what's personality science? Is this something new? Tell us. (laughs) Personality science has been around for 2,500 years. Woo. Be, but you know, it wasn't called personality science. It was, and it was not invented, but identified by Hippocrates. Most people know who Hippocrates is. You know, the father of modern medicine, but he lived twenty five hundred years ago. Right. The Hippocratic, the Hippocratic Oath. Right. You know where that's where that came from. But he called them the four temperaments. Ah, uh, yes. 
So now fast forward 2,500 years, most executives or people in any type of business have done some kind of personality assessment. But normally they do like DISC, like for myself, I've done DISC, I've done the color wheel, I've done MBTI, I've done the animals, the elements, the gems. (laughs) You name it. (laughs) You name it. There's over 200 of them. Wow. The The thing that makes us different And people say to me, well, what makes you different than any of the other ones you've already tried? I said, well, you know, all the other ones are based in psychology. How your brain works and the psychology of of personality. What our bank code from Codebreaker is, it's when the in the biology, the B-U-Y, what is going to prompt somebody to buy? Hmm. So it's the other side of the coin because most people buy. Well, the thing is most of us make buying decisions on emotion. True. And then we justify it with logic. Exactly. I've heard you, I've heard you say that so many times. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard you say that so many times. Well, where does our emotions come from? What we value. So if you can learn what each personality values, you are going to have a much better chance of enrolling them in your person, in your program, service, whatever it is, company. I want to come back and touch on that for just a second. Sure. Because sometimes when people are new in the business world, entrepreneurial world, they may think of what you just said as being manipulative or not being, you know, as being taking advantage of right. people. All we're doing right. is putting an opportunity in front of them that they have the uh, the choice to take advantage of or not, mm-hmm. but we're putting it in front of them in a way that resonates with them and makes sense to them. That they can and then they still have that choice. We're not, it's not right. manip- manipulative. You're trying to fill a need for them. Right. Because all sales should be filling a need, right? right. Uh, right. A need or a desire. And so, yeah, so I don't want anybody to get hung up on that. Uh, right. And you know. one of the things I was talking to one of the one of my new clients, and she we were talking just about that because she does a little bit of personality stuff too. And one of the things that we were talking back and forth, and I said, well, I look at it this way. And we were talking about whether it would be manipulation or not. And I said, I look at it this way. I am just speaking to speaking the way that they are able to hear me. Yeah. How often I can remember saying this to David. You're not listening to me. <laughs> it wasn't that he says, I am listening to you. I heard every word you said, but he heard only the words, but not the, but he didn't understand right. the context or what I was feeling. And I can remember, I'm going to yeah. shame to say this, but I can remember screaming at him, David, I don't need you to fix me. Yeah. <laughs> I just need you to understand me. For a second. There you go. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. And that's why businesses fall apart. And that's why relationships fall apart because they don't know how to bridge that gap. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another Between how somebody is saying. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, right. But that's, that's it is. And there's right. There's so, there's so many nuances of that same yeah. situation. Yeah. Because the gender factor comes in there as well, <gasps> exactly. because men are, their goal is to solve problems. 
Right. We need an audience. We need to somebody to listen to us. To us. But we're not looking for them to solve the problem. No. I can remember when our daughter was in high school and she went to her dad with a a math problem. Mm -hmm. And she just, you know, she just wanted some advice and he started solving the problem. She said, Dad, I don't need you to do that. I just need some counsel on this. But right. but that that difference, that gender difference is really important in that communication as well mm-hmm. and understanding right. what each each gender needs. And women need right. to be heard because we process it when we speak it mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. It gives us a chance to process and to to see things differently and to find our own solution. Solution. And and men are geared to find solutions. So they think when we right hold them our problem that we want them to solve it. it. And so we as women have to be clear about that. If we're needing a solution, we need to let him know. If we're not, we need to let him know, listen, I just need to bounce an idea off of you. I need to hear how it sounds. Uh, I need to hear how this sounds and looks. I'm not looking for answers. I just need someone to listen. Right. And set the stage for success. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and right. And that's all part of learning to accept ourselves. Absolutely. That to to have that strength and that realization that okay, hey, you know, it's self-awareness. Yeah. To Absolutely. be able to and exactly. Yeah. So it's awesome. So but it's such a fascinating subject. <laughs> it is. So, Barb, I, before we dive into our three questions that we ask every guest, sure. I, I just would uh, like you to quickly touch on, um, and maybe you answered this already. Forgive me if you did, but the who it is that is your ideal client right now? Who you want to talk to right now? People that are that are like that are in network marketing okay, that they network re- marketing. They, that they that they really want to yeah. step up to learn right. how to communicate with their with their ideal customer. Excellent. Excellent. Because and they're they have an ideal and customer and, 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 and their downline and their upline yeah. and how to, because they have proven beyond any doubt that when they, when you implement personality science into a network marketing company, it exponentially grows. Yeah. I have absolutely no doubt. grows your reach. Yeah. Because you no enroll, like one of the statistics is, is that if you don't, if you don't know personality science, you, we tend to talk with our own voice. Right. Well, there's three other voices. So if you only talk with your voice, then you have a one out of three, a one out of four chance of, of making that sale. Right. Or enrolling that person, whatever, whatever thing is that you're doing. Right. But when you, when you can speak the language of each one of the voices. Right. And those voices and are the different codes. Those there are the are different codes, codes, four types. And there's four basic codes. Gotcha. And right. And gotcha. uh, one of the things that I teach on is that there are four learning styles. There are four stages of learning and there are four personalities. Awesome. That's not a coincidence. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a coincidence. It's all, but it's all connected, but it's right. when we don't learn it. Yeah, that's what the that's what the difference is. When we haven't had that opportunity to come across it, so to, folks, I hope you're it. I hope you are intrigued by what Barb has been sharing with us today. Yeah. So, all right, the magical three questions that we want to ask you. Sure. What is a leadership principle that has served you well in your life and business? 
I think, you know, when you first asked me this and I thought, you know, gee, leadership principle and several, you know, several went through my brain. Right. Uh, the thing that I think that has really the most that has hit me the most personally was that, you know what, leaders are not born that, okay, today today's the day I'm going to be a leader and all of a sudden they're a leader and they know everything. Yeah, right. Doesn't happen. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Leadership is a principle, is a principle and it's a process. It starts with, oh yeah, okay, I'm excited. I'm gonna, I'm going to go on this journey and I'm going to enroll these people and I'm going to be a leader. And you know, things are going along and you're percolating and you're excited. Right. But then you hit stage two, and that's you, and that's one of the stages of learning, too. Then you hit stage two. Well, it's not so much fun. This is hard work. Oh, I don't think I like this. Hmm. Am I really going to do this? Oh, are you are you seriously? Are you really going to do this? And this is all the stuff that's going through our brain. Right. And that's when, unfortunately, a lot of people quit. Yeah. Because it does get tough. Right. But you know, the thing is, the leadership principle is leaders don't quit. Yeah. You go around it. You find a way through it. You go over it. However you do it, because then once you are, once you go through that on the other side of it, it's like, okay, maybe I can do this. Right. And maybe I am going to be good at this. And then, but then, but then you also have to deal with the hard decisions. Yes. Because being a leader, sometimes you have to make hard decisions for the good of the team, the good of the company. And sometimes those decisions are heartbreaking. Sometimes they are really tough. Yeah. Amen. They're really tough. <laughs> but you know what? Once you make the decision, then you start to see the thrive. Your company is thriving. You are thriving as a person because right. you have gone through it. And then the fun part starts steps in where you get to see somebody else and help somebody else go through the same process that you just went through. <laughs> right. And then it's then it's fun. And Absolutely. that to me has been the best part of leadership that I'm that I'm still growing into it's to never and the thing is I think sometimes people leaders some leaders have forget that leadership is always never ending yeah it's a journey right it's a journey it's not yeah. a destination it exactly. is a journey and a yeah. constant journey right it's a forever journey because you can always lead someone Agreed. Until the you know, until the day you leave this planet, there's always somebody that you can impact with yep. a truth, or um, a, a learning, a, a wisdom. Right. No, I I totally uh, totally agree with that, and it yeah. is a journey, and that's a great that's example a of leadership. Um, that you know you have to kind of learn your way into it, and right. you're not going to start off being the best leader on the planet. No, and you're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And, and then for, and then forgive yourself when you make a mistake. The right. one of my one of my things okay like one little aspect of leadership is when you do make a mistake, fess up. Yeah. Take the heat. Yeah. But then go on. Yep. And how many leaders try to sidestep that? Oh yeah. Try to sidestep it. And then when they get caught, oh, oh, and their leadership goes down the tubes in a handbasket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the reputation, everything. And their reputation. Yeah. You make a mistake, fess up right away. Absolutely. 
When I had my staffing firm, that was one of the things that we did in orientation and said, you know, you're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. The errors are going to happen. And I need you to own it. I said, you need to be as honest about it as the little boy who hits a ball through the neighbor's window and goes and knocks on the door and says, hey, I just broke your window. How can I make this right? You need to fess up. It's going to hurt for a little bit. It's but it'll hurt. go away. The the, yeah, that pain, that heat will go away. And it'll yeah. go away a lot faster when you fess up to it than oh. if you let it smolder inside of you and the regret exactly. and the fear and all of that coming in. Right. Yeah, no, I totally exactly. get that. Totally agree with that. Exactly. Okay. Now, we can't feel your passion at all for what you're doing, Bob. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh. Will you talk to us a little bit? We just barely touched on this earlier, but would you talk to us a little bit about how really pursuing your purpose and your passion is impacting the success of your business? You know, it's it's so funny because I when when I was first on this journey, and it is a journey. So when I was first on this journey, I always can remember saying, What's my purpose? What is my purpose? For heaven's sakes, Barbara, what's your purpose? <laughs> what's wrong with you that you can't find your purpose? What, how can I find my purpose? The thing is, though, we are searching for our purpose when all we really need to do is sit back, take a moment and say, okay, what, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? But it's an inner journey. Lots of times people are looking for their purpose in the external. It's not. Right. It's an inner it's an right. inner journey. And finally, when I did that, it was like, oh, my purpose is to serve God, to learn, mm-hmm. and then to teach others what I learn. Excellent. I love that. It's that simple. From out of that, that's where my mission came. My mission is to make is to make happiness the norm rather than the exception. Right. And that's all part of. I teach what I learn when I learn something about when I learn something about, and I am being called. Ah, um, oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. When I am learning something, as soon as I learn it, it's like, Oh yeah, I need to teach this. Right. Because at that moment, it's somebody else that needs to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So that's the, that's where it comes. It starts with your purpose and it leads to your mission. It leads to your passion. And then all of a sudden you're doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah. In the service of people who love what you do. I love that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah. I was in a, in a uh, church getting to know you thing the other night for all the new people who've moved into our church Mm -hmm. recently of the, the sisters and uh, one of the questions that was asked was, if you could do anything and, you know, anything at all, what would you do? And I said, I would do exactly what I'm doing. What I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because when you're when you're serving in that area of your purpose and passion, then it, right. it just it just makes it wonderful. Exactly. OK, last question of our three questions. Sure. What is a profit strategy? that either you're using in your business now or you intend to use in your business? Well, for me, it's the personality science. I want to, sh- I want to share with you one little statistic. Back in the 1950s, so what? A few years ago. More than a few years ago. So back <laughs> in the 1950s, there was a group called the Chally Group. 
Okay. And they did a study of people in, in the buying arena. What makes people buy back in the fifties? Okay. They, they determined that only 18% of people will buy from someone who is not their personality match. Mm. Okay. That's, so only 18% and that's dramatic. The thing is, is that, yeah, that's a, that's an absolutely startling statistic. And when the first time I heard it, I went, Oh, right. Ooh, only 18%. But then of course my mind flipped to, well, how do you get to the other 82% that will buy from somebody who is their personality match? Right. It exploded in my head when, Oh, you know what we call that 82% now? The no like and trust factor. Gotcha. So when you learn personality science and and what is what people value to make a buying decision because we buy things on emotion, right? Oh, you, you that's found how you get connection. into the. You found that's how you get eighty-two. Right, that's how you yeah. get into the other eighty-two percent. Right, right. Eighty-two percent, people. <laughs> and that's but that's what that's what it takes. So. Exactly. You know, personality is is something that I have been involved in for a number of years since the late 90s, 1996. It's when I first became aware of the the Myers-Briggs, the Rembrandt portrait, which was one I used in my in my uh, staffing business. I used both of those. And they're such a powerful part of my life. And and I'm really grateful that you are on this path, Barb that you are sharing this knowledge with others because there's a real need for it. Uh, there's a need for it in families, as you talked about in the right. very beginning. There's a need oh, for yeah. it in business. And it, as we and there's a need for it just in human connection. Right. And just, just being able to connect with other people at a deeper level. And, right. and as I mentioned before, when you understand someone else and where they're coming from, it allows you to have compassion instead of judgment when their actions are different than you expected right. or thought they should be. Right. And right. too often we tend to jump to judgment. But when you right. really understand that and you come from a place of wanting it to wanting to understand that, mm-hmm. it opens the door to compassion and understanding. Right. And I right. love that. And then that's great right. for couples, for families, for business, mm-hmm. right. all of it. Right. And one of the things that I like to share with people is that personality leaves clues. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it does. And so when you can learn even just a few of the little clues to each one yeah. of the basics, that makes such a difference. It like does. I realized now that my husband, he was what we call a knowledge blueprint. He was very, he loved maps and science fiction and he loved to research, drove right. me crazy. But then he, but he wanted structure. He right. wanted a plan. Well, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm the nurturer that, oh, let's go help people. And then, but, and let's just do it now. <laughs> so we don't and, need a plan. Let's just go. But he, like, we don't need a plan. Let's just go and do it. Uh and the thing is, though, that, yeah, so that's what I love teaching people. Like when I do a presentation, I do like a little skit type of thing where I give them, this is what they like. This is what they don't like. This is how to recognize them. And this is how to relate to them. 
And it is so fun when I see the light bulb go on. Oh, that's why you do that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because they immediately see either themselves and like for myself, oh, that's why I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, or they see it in somebody else and it's like a light bulb goes on. And once that light bulb goes on in one little thing, then they're open to hearing the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just becomes a fascinating study. The right. more you, the more you learn, the more you want to learn. Right. And once you open that door, it doesn't close. Once you open the door, it just keeps it going. Close. So Barb, we've got just a minute or two left. Mm-hmm. I know that you came prepared today to offer our listeners something wonderful. Would you tell us about that? And folks, we'll put the information in the show notes. You'll have all of Barb's contact information and all the information about what she's going to tell you about right now. Absolutely. It is so funny. This is where it started for me. We had a free personality assessment. And when you do that, it's a $99. Normally it would cost you at least $99. $99. I mean, and, and that even that would be a really cheap assessment. Some of the assessments that I've seen are $200, $300, depending right. on the company, depending on the company. So we valued it at $99, which was a little bit less than what other companies did. However, the thing that you will get is a 14-page detailed report. Mm. on what your personality is, how to how, the things that are about you the things that make you tick. We love to hear about ourselves. <laughs> we, we love to find out about ourselves. So why not? And one of the things that I have lots of times I have couples do or teams do is I have everybody, what we call crack their code. So I have people do it like couples do it. Okay. Or a family do it or a team do it, whatever. Right. Then, okay. So now let's compare. And it becomes such a fun activity because lots of times when there is an impasse in a family or an impasse in a relationship or a team, lots of times people don't know how to start the conversation. Exactly. They don't know how to bring it up that there's an issue. So lots of times they ignore it, they ignore it, they ignore it. And then all of a sudden it blows up in their face. Yeah. What this does is by everybody putting, doing their own personality assessment Mm-hmm. Then they compare it and all of a sudden it becomes, oh, that's why you do that. And then it becomes a fun thing and it opens up the conversation and it makes it just a conversation, not a um, slap you in the face kind of thing. There oh, that's why, oh, we're different. Oh, that's what, oh, we're different. Oh, okay. You like that. Oh, and I like this. Oh, and you so-and-so you like that. Oh, and it makes it such a much more gentler way to address that what could potentially be a huge issue. Yeah, absolutely. Barb, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show today. I'm so grateful for you coming on and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and your, uh, and your bank code. Uh, Folks, we're going to put that link in. Be sure you go and get your own bank code. It doesn't take long. Just a a less than 90 seconds, 90 seconds to find out your own and you will be, it will confirm some things for you. It will surprise you with some things, but it'll help you understand who you are and how that impacts your relationships with others. So I encourage you to take Barb up on this offer. It's a free offer. Go get your bank code, get your report, your 14-page report, 
and uh, learn from that. And and I'm I promise you, you'll be glad you did. Barb, thanks again. This has been amazing. We're so glad to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me, Regina. This has been a blast. Awesome. <laughs> All right, folks. We will see you the next time around on Pursuing Profit with Principles. Thanks for listening today. As you can see, all entrepreneurs experience challenges in their business. Most of them have worked their way through them with the help of a trusted coach. So let me ask you, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns? Are your relationships suffering because of the stress that you're experiencing? If any of this describes you, then schedule your 90-minute profit acceleration analysis with me today for only $97. This is a special price for my listeners only. The value of this call is easily over $2,000. We will find between $10,000 and $100,000 profit in your business and lay out a roadmap for you to be able to overcome all of these problems. So get your life and your profit back on track. Schedule your profit acceleration analysis today. There is no obligation, and I'm not going to do some hard sell with you. However, if you want my help to achieve the results from your blueprint, I'm happy to have that conversation with you about what that would look like. So schedule your call today. The link is below in the show notes. By his passion for entrepreneurship and human performance, this former competitive physique athlete turned serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and leadership mentor, Dave Rule, launched Epic, an innovative leadership development company that helps busy entrepreneurs maximize their impact and freedom. Join me next time as I interview Dave Rule. <laughs>